You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is The Pet Show with Dr. Jim McKiernan of Great Bay Animal Hospital and trainer Sarah Wilson, founder of MySmartPuppy.com. The Pets Radio Show. Now here's Dr. Jim and Sarah Wilson. Good morning. Welcome to The Pet Radio Show. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan. We are doing it again. We're still here. We are live on this May 22nd, 2011. Um, do the pet radio show where we discuss the health and behavior of your pets, mostly dogs, cats, pocket pets. Not really get into the large animal thing so much, but we can certainly talk about it. Uh, Sarah, my co-host, is on assignment today. I think she's down in uh, Washington D.C. If you're listening, good morning, Sarah. I hope your seminars are going well. Uh, we have a great show today. Every once in a while, we like to get off a little bit, get off the track a little bit, where we. You know, talk about um, mostly about veterinary medicine or behavior training and things like that, different stuff in the industry. We're, uh, we're very pleased to have with us today uh, Susan Darren, who's an animal communicator. So uh, Susan is, uh, she, if you get on her website, and we'll be talking about her for the remainder of the hour, she's the real deal. She's, uh, she's the real thing, and she's been doing it a long time, and she comes very highly recommended. We're thrilled to have her. Anyway, so before we bring on Susan, a couple things I want to talk about. First of all, I want to say thank you for all those people last week who donated their time and donated their monies <clears throat> to Kachiko Valley Humane Society. It is a major league thing to do. As I said before, and I'll say it again, you know, we all have some time in our day that we can offer. And whether it be in-kind donations, money, you know, like we talked about washing dishes once a week. The folks at the Kachiko Valley Humane Society, they deserve your time. They deserve your money. And last week, we dedicated the whole show. And I've just gotten so much nice feedback, and it just made me feel good. I'm glad I could help. And, uh, you know, if we can find more pets at home, that's what it's all about. So my little rant this morning before we bring on Susan is I, I want to make sure that everybody who owns pets knows. You know, 15 years ago, when I was at Tufts, there was, you know, we had specialists. And at the time, specialists were like human medicine. We have cardiologists, we have dermatologists and things like that. You know, even, even the behaviorists, you know, that's, that's something that's kind of taken off over the last 10 years. And, um, you know, as you go through your pet's, you know, life, which sometimes is not long enough, and when you get opinions along the way, I just want everybody who's listening to know that if, before we say something is behavioral in nature, it typically we have to rule out the medical first. So before we can say, for instance, your cat's peeing around your house because it's unhappy with life, <laughs> we need to make sure there's not a urinary tract infection. It's just Western trained. It's how we all think. But the question is, how do we best make the decision to ever consult a a uh, a specialist and do we and should we and I just I, I just want to speak on behalf of myself and many veterinarians who I know and that is as a general practitioner which I am one we love specialists we love to talk to specialists we like it when people consult specialists because what it does is it is it it actually makes me a better vet I mean many times I may already know the answer but that's okay and it's because it's, it's not about me, it's not about you. Ultimately, it's about your pet. And it's about your pet getting the best care it, it can get and getting 
feeling better, feeling more comfortable eating and drinking. So as we go along and as you get opinions from veterinarians, I just want you to know, for every opinion that you get and that may, you may not want to you might like or you may want to hear something different, remember, there's a specialist out there who's, who probably does just that where they can give you advice. And it's a good thing, and we don't mind. We like it. We think it's a great thing. Now, I don't send everybody to specialists, but when I get people who call up and say, hey, I want to go talk to this ophthalmologist, we say, I say, great idea. Love it. Why? Because it's not about me. It's about your dog. It's about your cat. I want them better. And if it means bringing in a specialist who may know something better than I do, by all means, we should espouse that. It's, it's a difficult thing to, for one to do. Sometimes people think that you're going to make us, the veterinarian, feel bad. You know, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Again, my feelings are not going to get hurt. I want you to go out. I want you to get that advice if you want to. Secondly is there is a cost. And, that, and that's where some people say, oof, gosh, I don't know. As you know, the price of veterinary medicine is going up. Um, in some feel we're 10 years behind human medicine, but it is still, um, it is, I think it's money well spent. So if you, it's going to cost you $100 for that visit, you just, at least you're going to say to yourself, okay, I got a plan, I got a plan from a specialist, and I feel like I'm doing the right thing. So that's my thing this morning. I just want everybody to consider it. There are specialists out there, whether you have an angry dog, a growling dog, you have a diabetic you can't regulate, or you have a skin problem that just has taken you so many trips to the vet, you're pulling your hair out, need I go on? Because <laughs> I could. Our number this morning is 1-888-441-9876. Again, it's 888-441-9876. And we're going to be talking with uh, Susan Darren, who's an animal communicator. We, we welcome your calls this morning. She actually can ab- will be able to do... Uh, communications or readings or however she will term them we will ask her um over the phone line so let's let's do it and uh one of the you know i have had one other person who claims to do what susan does in the past and i can tell you right off from the minimal amount of time that i spent speaking with susan she's a lot different and she knows what she's talking about so we'll be back after this break from experience feels like home for her enter the code gpr10 gpr the number 10 and get 10 percent off any order no minimum at petco.com how would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience we have a brand new trademark concept called info seeds info seeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business Practice or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, 
You can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw in the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. It's a beautiful Welcome back, the Pet Radio Show. Uh, something about that song that just sends me on a on a uh, Sunday morning. I would like to uh, introduce uh, Susan Darren this morning. Susan is a, uh, a three things: a psychic medium, a animal communicator, and with some behavioral intuitiveness. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. So I don't know where to start. This is really I. This is really interesting stuff. I can tell you that um, your uh, CV, your you know your your bio from your website. You've been doing this a long time. Yes, this isn't something that happened last week. No, it's um. Well, I I've, I've had my abilities my whole life, but I I started devoting them totally back in the early nineties to uh, focusing on animals and. Now, how did you know? You know, I I mean, the, 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 I had one lady on. We did it years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I asked her that question, and her response to me was, when she walked through the barn at a young age she thought that everybody in the barn could hear the horses communicating to her not just her so uh, how 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 did it start with you well with me I'm pr- i i primarily would feel them so if i were talking to you on the phone or i was with you and say you you started talking about your dog or your cat i immediately get physical impressions so for instance if you're talking to me and we don't have to be talking about your animals but if you just mentioned, yeah, I have a cat, bang, I'm right there. Um, I can't always tell you how I do that, but I, I'm immediately with the animal. And I would say to you, do you know your cat has nausea? Oh, you'd say, oh, is that why it's been spitting up? And then I also get why it would have nausea. And I go through a list. It's kind of like being a detective. Yeah. I go through a list of things in my mind. Okay, why is this animal nauseous? And I'll start feeling things. Is it the food? Is it something wrong? Does it have a tumor? You know what I mean? Things like that. And I actually get feedback. It just pops in. Boy, I'd love to have you in the exam room with me on a daily basis. (laughs) But why they can't talk to me. I mean, people say, what's the most difficult part of your your, your job, doc? And I say, it's simple. I mean, it's like being a pediatrician with a six-month-old. I, I have to ask the owners, you know, their take as to why the pets are behaving a certain way. Sure. Well, of course. Uh, see, I feel what they feel. So I, get, I guess, again, I would say to this human, okay, I feel like you need to go to your vet. And I always recommend people to vets because I'm not a vet. I'm not a vet tech you know, that's not my thing. Sure. <laughs> I can look at pictures and see things, but I always refer people, I'll say, when you go to your vet, would you tell them to go look there? Go look at the bowels or the colon. I, I feel like there's something inflammation down there. And then they'll, they'll send me back emails going, wow, they found it. They said they had a cyst or a tumor or this or that. 
And I'm very careful with people because sometimes they'll call me first and I'll say, uh-uh. I mean, my own cat, she goes to the vets every year for her checkup, but I, I know something's wrong with her. It, it's funny, when she had, uh, last year she had a UTI, and every time I looked at her, I could feel burning in my urinary tract. And I'm like, okay, so I'd clear myself and I'd look at her again, and within two days, she started squatting, and, you know, there was a little bit of blood in her urine, so I'd take her to the vets, and she goes, my vets are really funny, she says, how do you get here so fast? Most people, it really gets into the infection. And I said, well, I can feel my cat. Wow. I can feel her, so. So if your cat was, uh, had an achy elbow, would your elbow Exactly. Hurt? Like, she's, she doesn't have that many teeth left. She just never had good dental health. Um, By the way, Susan has lots of teeth, and her teeth look very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was last October. I was looking at her, and I kept getting some pain here. And I knew there was nothing wrong with me, so I would look away from her, and the minute I looked at her again, I said, okay, you're going in for your dental. And I said to the vet, well, you look at that tooth, and I give you permission to pull it, and it, it had to go. Does the, do those sensations come and go? Yes. They do? So yes. they don't hang around for No, I've learned to clear them. I clear them. Okay. It, it's like I turn around, okay, go away, and it stops, and then I go back to the animal, and I'll stop feeling it again. And I may do that several times, because I want to be really sure. You know? So I have to be mindful of my own body. Yep. Like, if I have a sinus problem, I'll cancel readings. I won't do it. Because if there was something wrong with the animal's head, how would I know? You know? If I'm stuffed up, too stuffed up, and my clients are used to that, I'll just say, you know, I'll, we'll reschedule in a few days, I'll be better. And I always have to be mindful of my physical state when working with animals because they can't say to me, hey, lady... <laughs> Right. You know, you get that wrong. <laughs> they, de they depend on me to know what I'm doing, so I'm very careful. Have you ever met anyone in your travels who, I mean, you obviously, you have a gift of some type that you can communicate, yeah, I would you call can feel it. A gift. So, have you ever met people who you met to have the same thing? Someone you, or is this, are you alone? Well, no, this? I think there's, there's a lot of people out there that are like this, they just don't know it. They're sensitives, really sensitive. They're sensitive to the environment, the weather. Shifts in the weather, they get headaches, they, you know what I mean, things like that. And you can always tell is if you, it's good if you can kind of focus on an animal or a person that has issues, especially a person, because they're going to tell you right away, oh yeah, you got that right. So I did this with people since I was 17. My own physician would be fascinated with me and he'd have me come into the office and he'd say, Susan, tell me what's wrong with your mother today. And, and I would start telling him things and he was fascinated where that was coming from because he was, he was a doctor, his daughter was a surgeon. They had no idea where I was getting this and I said, I, I just know it. Right. I, I get pictures in my mind, I feel things. Are you ever wrong? Um... Or is it most times you're... you're I'm pretty on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, like I said, I won't work if I'm not feeling well. So I'm not going to take the chance. I just, if my body isn't feeling right, if my sinuses are backed up, my allergies are bothering me, I will not work on an animal. A human, I can get feedback, go back and forth and say, okay. But an animal, I won't do it. I'm very careful. Um, if someone called this morning, are you able to do a reading? Sure. On sure. Okay. Absolutely. Great. So bring it on. Let's get a call in from somebody. It's 888-441-9876. Uh, if you are local, you it is 742-1270. So you said you started when you were 17 years of age when you did this, right? But, oh, I, that, I, I, was, I knew I was really psychic at 17, yeah. but I've always 
been connected to animals. I would, you know, go places with my parents, and we'd go in, and if they had animals, they'd immediately come to me, and I would know, I would know right away, oh, this animal's so depressed. What, what is wrong here? And I would get things like that. And as a child, I didn't say much because people made fun of me pretty much. You know, I, uh, it wasn't really accepted. So I learned to be quiet. And then when I was probably, I would say, just about 40, I decided that's it. Sure. You know? Time to start talking. And, and I just came right. out. Yeah, you're listening to The Pet Radio Show. It's Dr. Jim. We are joined by Susan Derren. A, a, she, she is an animal communicator. And we're going to come back after this break. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to 1-800-PETMEDS.com forward slash GPR to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PETMEDS.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash GPR and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash GPR. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pet Radio Show. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan. Sarah Wilson is on assignment today. And yes, that is a soundtrack from The Lion King. We are joined this morning by Susan Duran, who's an animal psychic uh, communicator. Uh, and, uh, you know, Susan, I, one of the questions I had for you is... Um, uh, any any good? Tell us a great story. I want to hear. I want. I want to hear something that really. Okay. It was really. A, it's just a, a heartwarming one. All right. Um, I had this young couple. They called me up because they had this dog that was licking the hair off the front legs, obsessively. So they had worked with their vet, and they tried. Um, they tried everything from antibiotics to changing foods, to allergy medications, and nothing was working with the dog. And they heard about me, so. I went into the house, and I sat down, and immediately I addressed the dog and said, so what's going on? And the first thing he said to me was, oh, he says, they're going to be leaving each other, and I love them both. Who am I going with? So now I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, how am I going to approach this couple 
because this dog just told me basically his owners are getting a divorce. Oh, boy. Doesn't use the divorce words. They're very simple. Animals are very simple. But he shows me separation of the humans. So I looked at them both and I said, are you two having problems? Are you getting a divorce? And they were stunned and silent. And then they looked at me and they said, well, who told you that? I said, your dog. Your dog says he loves you both. He refers to you as like mommy and daddy, wants to know who he's going with. Well, they both broke down crying. And they, they started hugging each other, which was very interesting. Um, and then the dog went over, and now they're hugging the dog. And, I, I mean, that's how it ended. This, it was so emotional. I'm starting to cry. They're crying. And I said, you know, you've got to talk to your animal. You, you've got to tell your, your animal loves you both. Who is he going with? You've got to tell him who he's going with. Well, what had happened was they contacted me a while after, and they never got a divorce. Mm. They decided they were going to go into counseling. They got, they, you know, they amended their issues. They're actually doing very well, and the dog stopped licking the hair immediately. So I realized that these animals kind of know what's going on, and they feed off of our energy. They, they, that dog could sense my humans are separating. So what I've realized is it doesn't matter what we say to them, our words. They don't speak our words. Mm -hmm. But they go by our energy, our feelings, and I believe they see the pictures in our minds. They see our intentions. That's yeah. why you cannot lie to them. There's no sense saying to your dog, oh, we're going to the park, my favorite place, when you're really taking me to someplace I don't like, because they already see it. And then they just have distrust. So, I mean, th this couple... They're still together. It's, I think it's been like three years, and the dog is doing very well. And they're different now. They talk to their animal. Mm. You know, what you're referring to is something called a, uh, a lick granuloma. They call it okay. an equal lick granuloma, and it's mostly caused, it's a behavioral thing. And if you want to call it an obsessive-compulsive disorder, mm -hmm. it is. But it's usually dogs who just, they actually get high off of it. Um, horses will chew wood, they call it cribbing. And, um, you know, people pull their hair sometimes, and, and dogs will constantly lick that area on their wrist or one spot. And we know that they, there's endogenous morphine released from their brain so that they feel it, and they just want to continue to do it. So it's a difficult thing to cycle to break. But to your point, it is started a lot of times from, a, from upstairs, from mm -hmm. their mind, from conflict, from something that gets them going. Boredom could be a thing, you know. They uh, also anxiety. have no control. How can, they, how can that dog control these humans? How can it help these humans? It can't stand up and say, hey, mom and dad, will you just get this together here? How can it say that? It can't do that. So, so it has no control. What do you think? I had an employee years ago who, who moved, took a job somewhere else, came back, mm -hmm. and traveled the distance to work, come back to work for us. And I said, how come you came back? She said, I went to work for a place. And they didn't talk to the pets. They didn't talk to them. And it was, the dog would walk in, they would just say, okay, this is what we're going to do, boom. Opposed to, we all, I mean, I don't know, I come home every day, I'm looking at my dog and saying, hey, how'd your day go? But that's just me. I, I, love, I walk in the exam where I love to talk to pets. What do, in your opinion, what do they hear from us? Do they hear intonations when you say, let's go to the park, but we're really going to take you to the vet? I mean, does... They see where you're going. I see, they show me things. They visually show me pictures. And they show each other pictures. So I've come to realize that our human language means absolutely nothing to them. Okay. The words mean nothing. Okay. It is the energy we're getting off, um, the feeling inside of us. They can feel deception. They feel a shift. 
We give off a different smell when we're deceptive. Mm. You see what I mean? When we're fearful. Fearful. You give off a different smell. Also, when you have joy and you can be trusted, that's a whole different. They, they can tell. But I have learned that they can, I, and I really believe they see our pictures. They see our true intentions. So you can't lie to them. And I tell people, just tell your animal, listen, this is what we're going to do today. Especially the vet visit. We're going to the vets. The vet's going to touch your body. It's going to make sure you're okay. You may have a shot. It's going to pinch a little bit, but we're fine, and we're going to go home. And if you go in with that attitude, this animal's going to go, well, this is perfectly fine. This is fine because my human has confidence that I'm going to be fine. My own cat, she's never been in a crate in her life. She drives to the vets in my car. I bring her in. She sits on the bench with me, and then she goes in the room, and she just sits there waiting for her shot. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're fascinated. How are you doing this, Susan? I said, I've been telling you for this people this for years. You can do this. Anyone can do this. Just tell them your intentions. Be truthful. Yeah. I noticed on your website, it talked about you have classes that you offer. I teach animal communication. I teach people how to use the right visualization when working with animals. Be mindful of what you're thinking. Uh, you know, a lot of people... But they, that, how, how can you do that? I mean, <clears throat> I know that some people have that intuitive ability and... Others maybe don't. I'll give you an example. Sure. Okay? You don't have to be intuitive to, 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 to use visualization. Okay, say your dog, every time you go to work, your dog's ripping up your shoes. So you come home and you look again and go, oh, now the pair of shoes. So you say to your dog, Rex, stop ripping up my shoes. The minute you say that, your brain is making an image of, you rip, of, of the dog ripping the shoes again. Instead, I would say, Rex... Those are my shoes. This is your toy. Don't touch them. And in my mind, I would see him walking by the shoes, ignoring them. You see? Mm -hmm. Same thing with people who walk their dogs down the street. And they see, you know, they'll see someone across the street. And immediately they've got in their mind, oh, my God, my dog's going to see the dog. He's going to, you know, he's going to get all upset. And the dog starts getting upset. He's feeding off the human. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You see? Yeah. A He's lot of, feeding off the human. Oh, sure. A lot of times the people will actually pull the leash up, you know, before anything happens. And the dog's like, what, what, where, where? Ooh. Exactly. So they so, go on yeah. high alert. But also, <laughs> right. if somebody has been traumatized, bitten by an animal when they're younger, they grow up, they don't address it. 20 years later, they're walking their animal. They see another large animal across the street. In their mind, they could be thinking, God, I hope it doesn't attack me. Here's your animal attached to you, focused on you, seeing you making images of that animal attacking you. Mm. Guess what? I'm going after that dog first. This is what I see. So I just teach people, you have to sometimes change yourself and your own outlook in order for your animal to follow. Mm-hmm. Because if you, I, I find the most unstable animal, somebody in the house is unstable. Somebody who has access to this animal is all over the game board. And then the animals become that way because there's no pack leader. And they need that. They need, they need to be with people who are confident, who, who are, are strong, and who know that I don't have to be the leader here because my human is doing this. Well, let's see if we can't get somebody to call in. Again, the number is 888-441-9876. Give us a call. We talk about your particular pet. Sue so may be able to give some insight as to, uh, as to what your pet's thinking. Again, it's 888-441-9876. One of the the areas that you may, I'm sure you've been contacted in the past, which is very, very sad, would be a lost pet. And uh, when that happens, 
oh, it's just the worst. And we all try to help each other as veterinarians. The the home again sends off stuff in the in the uh, fax machine, and you just keep your fingers crossed, saying, "I hope they're alive, and I hope they make it back." Any stories on that? Well, I've had I've had quite a few people call me for that, and to be honest with you, I, I just won't. I won't get involved with that, and I'll explain to you why. An animal, when it's loose, it's moving. And they don't understand street signs. They don't understand GM on the, bl- the corner of Smith and West. You know, they don't understand that. So I'm just not comfortable with tuning into it. And in order to tell you if it's still alive, I just don't think it's right. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm an intuitive, but I'm not a scientist. I would never think I could do something. I just don't do things like that. I won't yeah, do it. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to find out if people yeah. are saying, are they, is, are they alive or are they not alive? Well, people have called. I just had a woman call me last week. She, she begged me to please tell her. And I said, you know what? I won't do it because what if I was wrong? I will only tune in if I know the animal is, she, they have the animal with them. They own, the animal is alive with them. I, I won't do it. Okay. I just won't do it because I, I just don't feel right about doing that. What, how do you get your best readings? Do you get your best readings with you and the dog in the same room? Nope. It doesn't matter. Nope. doesn't <clears throat> matter. Probably 85% of my clients I never see. Never have met. It's by phone. I have them, um, we'll do a phone appointment. They'll email me a photo of the animal or mail me a picture. And I, and I use the photo in front of me and then I just do the reading. And I receive physical and emotional information. Wow, that's interesting. We have Joanne on the line. Joanne, good morning. Welcome to uh, the Pet Radio Show. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Say good morning to, uh, to Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi, Joanne. No, my name's Kathy. <laughs> oh, oh, Kathy. Oh, oh, Kat, sorry, Kathy. Good morning. Oh, I've had Joanne. I'm sorry. What, what? I, I, I'm willing to be game. I just don't know what you want me to... Okay. Well, um, what kind of, how many animals do you have in your house? I have three dogs. You have three dogs. So, um, can you just give me their names? Uh, Rock, Crash, and Mateo. Crash and Mateo? Mateo, yeah. Okay. And Rock. Well, I have to go, I want to go, I think I want to go to um, Crash. Okay. Do you, um... I think I'm with the right animal. I, I'm just having uh, my breathing has shifted, and I'm having um, I'm having a little difficulty breathing here. How old? Can you tell me how old Crash is? Uh, she'll be five in August. Five. I think I'm with the right animal. Does this animal have any? Um, do you know she has any dental problems? Uh, no, but we were at the vet's, uh... You're just there, okay. January, and she was fine. Tell, tell me what kind of dogs these are, please. All Dobermans. All do- oh. <laughs> okay. All right, well, I'll tell you what I'm getting. They all look alike? Yeah, they're all black and rust. <laughs> okay, remember I was just talking to you about this, mm-hmm. about getting all animals that are the same. Well, when I started looking at the names of your dogs... One of these dogs is having stomach problems. It felt like my stomach was getting really tight. I, I just don't know. They all look alike, huh? There's nothing yeah. to differentiate. Oh, two of them are litter brothers and one and crashes the niece. And one of them, the jaw is funny. Is, is the jaw on um, 
crash different? Did anything happen to this animal's mouth? No. That you know of? No. No, no I've had her since she was a puppy. My jaw's tight, and my stomach is very tight. Is she a sensitive dog? Is Crash really sensitive, do you know? Emotional? Mm-hmm. He, yes, I, I'd say she is. Okay. <sighs> okay. Because I feel, I feel like I have anxiety. Okay? I feel nervous. I feel anxious. My stomach is tightening. And I wanted to go to Crash. <sighs> do, does she... Um, do you find her to be nervous when she's with people? If I came to your house to visit, would she not come right at me? Ah, uh, yeah, she's the one that would stand back, uh, evaluate you, and then decide whether she's okay. going to go up to you or not. Okay, so I am with her then. She's just very, um, she feels very apprehensive. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's a very nice dog, but I feel very nervous when I step into her. And I feel like I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to say she calls you mommy, but this is the one. Has this dog ever exhibited signs of a sensitive stomach? No. no. She doesn't. I got to go with this dog. Well, all I have to do is tell you that um, I I would not let strangers just walk up to crash. I mean, if she doesn't want to go near people, I wouldn't force her to do it. She she just comes across as a very sensitive and nervous animal. And um, because it, all three are the same, I'm pretty confident I'm with her, but um, I'm not getting much more. Okay. Okay? All right, Kathy. All right. Thanks for the call. And right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a break here, so we can come back, and we're gonna take your calls if you want to give us a call. It's eight 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 four four one nine eight seven six. Give us a call. We'll do a reading. Doctor Jim, the Pet Radio Show. We'll be back. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. I love my pets. The new single by Mark Winter. Available in iTunes. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
Welcome back to the Pet Radio Show. Yes, it was the it is the bottom of the eighth, and it was the bottom of the eighth last night where the Red Sox took a beating to the lovely Chicago Cubs in Fenway. We are joined by Sue Darren this morning as an animal communicator, and we are, you can give us a call to inquire about your pet, discuss it, and it's eight 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 four four one nine eight seven six. We have Judy followed by Laura, but Judy from Rochester. Good morning, Judy. Good morning. Say hi to Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi, Judy. How are you today? Very good, thank you. So you have a chihuahua who's 10 years of age. Yes. Does it His name's Sammy. Sammy. Okay. Is that the only dog in the house? Yes. Okay. Um, right away, his, his personality comes from... He feels like a little prince. <laughs> if he were a girl, he'd be a princess, but he's a prince. Yes, that's Sammy. Um, and I feel extremely pampered with this dog. <laughs> extremely pampered. Um... I don't think he can do anything wrong. <laughs> I just don't think he can. He's a very happy little puppy. Yes, he is. Um, He's uh, very good-natured. Do you have a man in the house also? Yep. Is that Daddy? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I want to go to Daddy <laughs> um, immediately. And he loves you, too, but I can feel a man around him. And it's very important that Daddy tells Sammy that Sammy's a great boy. Well, I think Sammy knows that. Okay, because he always needs that from his dad. There's a bond there. He feels there, like... Yes, it's a very strong one. Oh, yeah. It feels like this is, you know, this is his son. So yeah. I, I feel like it's that's very important. Um, and he gloats. The little dog, he just gloats when Daddy pays attention to him. <laughs> so the I wanted to tell I you that. The was the little prince hasn't been feeling well. Oh, Okay. Now, I have to ask, has he been um, urinating a lot? Not excessively. Yeah, you don't notice. Okay. No. The last, um, yesterday was really bad. I was getting ready to take him to the vet on Monday. And that's probably he, a good idea. He just didn't want to move. All right. He's not excessively um, active, but he certainly moves around easily and goes in and out runs periodically. But the last few days... Maybe two days he was slowing down, and yesterday he just didn't want to move. Today he's fine. Well, you, you know, I, I'm sure bringing him, I, I would, you might want to consider bringing him this week. Oh, I, I, um, I will anyway. If that were my animal, I would do the same thing. I mean, emotionally, he's very happy. There's not a question as to him being happy. He, um, I don't think what's going on is serious. I don't feel a, f a feeling of seriousness, but but it could be down towards his digestive system. Okay. Down there. So you know when you go to the vets, just tell them what he's not doing. Or have you are you giving him new food or something? No. Nothing new. No, he's on the same food. Okay. No Within, new. Um, go ahead. Maybe a month. Uh huh. I had introduced a, a wet food. What is it? Oh gosh, I have, I'm I'm in a different room and I don't dare walk. Are in you the still giving him that? Pardon? Are you still giving him that? Yeah, he was getting a little bit in the morning and then he'd get his regular dry food. At I night. mean, it might not be settling right in his tummy. Ah, huh. never thought of that. Right, because how was he? Be I mean, if you can think back how he was before the wet food. Sometimes yeah, he was when fine. we we go and give them different foods. You know, what I notice is a lot of, like, the new natural foods, they're putting cranberries and blueberries and raspberries in them, and mm -hmm. animals aren't responding always well with that. I've noticed some, um, like, I I've yet to see any dogs or cats in a cranberry field picking cranberries, you know what I mean? But they're putting yeah, them in their food, so why don't you look at what's in there? I think food in the little pouches. Okay. Um, 
And but listen, thank you for calling. Thank you so much. Hey, Thanks, have a Judy. nice day. Bye-bye. Take a visit to your vet, Jude. Definitely, you want to. Uh, you don't want to miss that. Mm-hmm. You know, the beauty of the, the Internet and the World Wide Web is that we pick up calls from everywhere, from Texas and Hawaii, and today is our first call from, from Alaska. So we'd like to welcome uh, Maria from Alaska. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Jim. Wow, you're coming in loud and clear. <laughs> are you sure you're in Alaska? Pardon? <laughs> you are in Alaska. Oh, yeah, I'm in Alaska, all right. Good morning. <laughs> how are you, say, how are you doing? Say hi to Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi, Maria. We're really enjoying the show this morning. We listen every Sunday morning. Oh, gosh. And it's 7 o'clock here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, we are uh, dog parents. Okay. Um, All of a sudden, um, we have two dogs that belong to our son, who is working up on the North Slope. So uh, we're dog-sitting. We're dog-grandparents, actually. So I'm wondering how they're doing. Could I have their names, please? Haiti, H-A-I-T-I. Okay. And Aki, A-K-I. Now, what kind of dogs are these? One is a chocolate lab, possibly is has a little bit of um, husky in her. That's that Haiti? That's Haiti. Okay. And the other one is uh, a pit bull lab mix. Oh, he feels so confused. <laughs> he, he's the one who seems so confused. Aki. Yeah. How long has your son been gone? Oh, a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you do me a favor? Yeah. Um, once we get off the, you know, the radio, could you sit down? Could you just sit down with Aki and tell him that and use your son's name? What's your son's name? John. John. Say, for instance, John is working up on the mountain. Just, just say to him, John's working up in the mountain, but he'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. And when you tell him that, could you say it to him with confidence? Because he just oh, yeah. feels very confused. Like, he, he likes you. Don't get me wrong. He likes you. But he feels very confused as to where he is and is he coming back. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like he doesn't know. He's a little apprehensive about that. Yeah. So if you could just, just say that to him. Um, okay. The female, Haiti, she gets it. I feel yeah, like Haiti's she gets the it. the older one. She's she's very, yeah, she's happy. She understands it. But him, he very much has bonded with your your son and he needs that um he needs the reassurance he's just he just needs it that's all okay i mean they both are doing fine but could you just do that yep okay well listen thank you for calling okay have a wonderful day thank you thanks for the call okay bye-bye all right we're gonna let you get your cleared out here okay does it ever give you a like a headache after a while when you got to think so much like that? Because um, I can see you, like your eyes are working, your whole body starts to move. And If I do it off for hours, yeah, like I, I have to, I take breaks. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. We're going to get Laura on the phone. This is uh, Dr. Jim from The Pet Radio Show. We'll be back after this break. Buster. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition. I guarantee it. Petco. Where healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10. L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com.
coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Welcome back to the Pet Radio Show. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan, and we're going to wrap things up. We, Sue, uh, so we're going to have to ask you to come back because we got so many people. The lines have been buzzing like crazy, people trying to talk to you. But we do have Laura, who's been waiting patiently from Elliot. Laura, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Sue. Hi, Laura. How are you today? We got about two minutes, good, Laura. Thank you. We've got about two minutes okay. to go, but you got the two minutes. Go ahead. All right, okay. so you have a Bichon. What's your Bichon's name? Uh, Emmy. I have two, actually. I have an Emmy and a Willie, but Emmy's the one I'm actually calling in on. She oh, was okay, is Emmy older? Uh, I'm not positive of her age. She's somewhere between five and seven. I was going to say seven. Do you know um, if this dog has hurt her left front foot? She, she, I don't know. She keeps flicking it. Uh, okay. Because um, my hand is kind of going numb. I don't know if somebody had stepped on her. Did you adopt her? Is that what happened? Or? Yes, she okay. was a rescue. Yes. I don't know if someone had stepped on her, but I, I think there's a, like an active nerve in the foot there because my hand's, my hand's kind of going to sleep. Okay. How long has she been licking it? Oh, um, for quite some time now. She, it, it stopped and then she started again just recently. And she started um, um, like marking in the, ha- in the carpets, which she's never done. Okay. Well, maybe you should take her to her vet, you know, to your vet and... and um, oh, she has been, and they okay. couldn't find anything wrong with her. She's very thankful that you rescued her. I want you to know that. Oh, she's wonderful. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a very nice dog. She, I feel so grateful that you took me in. That's my feeling when I, when I tune oh, into this dog. It's, it's like it's a blessing to her that she came to you. Oh, that's nice. She's a, she's a wonderful, wonderful dog. I was very fortunate. Um, so you are working with a vet on her condition? Yes, we. It, it just started. I mean, she's. We've okay. had her for three years, and now she's just started doing this. And I don't understand the marking part. Uh, maybe they can. You know, with blood tests, they can check kidneys, bladder, all kinds of things. Now, maybe you should consider looking into something like that. that. Okay, but uh, other than that, she's okay. Oh, she, yeah, she's very. Th- I just feel so grateful. She is so grateful to be with you. You have no idea. And she oh, likes the nice other dogs sometimes. I'm, I'm she sorry? likes the other dogs sometimes. Willie. Oh, Willie is so, a character. Yeah, yes, sometimes he he's annoying to her. <laughs> yes, he is. You know what I mean? He's he's annoying to her. Um, he's, he's, he, she says he's too pushy sometimes. So. Oh, he is. You, oh my God. Okay. So maybe I, I gotta go, but tell him okay. to be nicer. <laughs> oh, okay, I will. Okay, thank Lord, you. Thanks for the call. 
Uh, Sue, Thank you. if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? Well, they can either they can go to my website. Sure. It is uh, www.susanderen, and that's D-E-R-E-N dot com. Um, I have an office. They can call my office phone at three seven three five nine seven seven in Massachusetts, 978 area code. All right. We're going to wrap it up. We want to thank everybody for listening. Sorry we couldn't get to all your calls. Have a great week, everybody, and uh, march onward. You've been listening to The Pet Show with Dr. Jim McKiernan of Great Bay Animal Hospital and trainer Sarah Wilson, founder of MySmartPuppy.com. Join Dr. Jim and Sarah Wilson next week for another full hour of great pet talk on The Pet Show. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.